0: Joining us on the line to help us cope with some of this from the Collingwood General Marine Hospital, we are talking to CEO Nora Holder. Well, thank you,
1: John, and uh, thank you to you and Melanie. I really love listening to you when I come in every morning.
0: First thing we got to talk about, and everyone is uh, talking about the fact that the ski hills are closed. Many people believe that, you know, it's an outdoor safe event. Why? Why do we have to close the ski hills? We have the perfect conditions this year, yet no one's allowed on the hill. What's your thoughts on this from a hospital position?
1: Uh, Well, a hospital's position, we've never been asked for input, and we've never provided input or feedback to the province regarding Ontario ski hills. Uh, epidemiologists, infectious disease specialists, scientists, and public health experts, they inform provincial decisions pertaining to the pandemic and public health measures, not a small acute care community hospital such as CGMH. Uh, the overwhelming priority of our hospital is on patient care, and it's during a time when our provincial health system is really being overwhelmed by a worldwide pandemic. Our physicians and employees, they're focused on providing acute care services and really keeping patients safe. And our physicians and employees are dedicated, and at the same time, they're becoming really tired, John. They're our friends, family, and neighbors, and they really need support and positive messaging from our community now more than ever during this second wave. If the hospital um, had such clout, I think we'd have a new hospital. But um, <laughs> yeah, true. Good
0: point. Yeah. So there you go. With this lockdown, we are in, encouraged and in, in, in some almost enforced to, to not be moving, to not be going across the province, uh, to, to stay home. But routinely, the hospital sends patients to other hospitals and other locations. How does that impact that plan? Are you still doing that?
1: Well, the health care system in top Ontario, we, it's never been this stressed. Mm. This past week has seen the largest number of acute care and ICU hospital transfers in the history of the province. And this has tried to, to relieve uh, some of the pressure on overburdened hospitals in parts of the GTA who have a high burden of patients presenting with COVID and also in Windsor, Essex. Uh, patients are being transferred from the GTA to as far away as Kingston, Kitchener, Peterborough. Sudbury and now to Simcoe County. This is um, this represents load sharing of patients between regions. So we're working together as hospitals to act as one system and provide equitable access to care to all patients in the province. So CGMH is part of a north hub of what's called the GTA Incident Management System. We're working to help um, elevate pressure by accepting patients that meet certain medical criteria, and specifically from Barry, RVHR, one of our partner hospitals. Um, Barry now has been accepting uh, patients who have COVID diagnoses from uh, the GTA and um, they are becoming uh, quite full. Uh, they've got a lot of beds closed because they have two units in outbreak, a COVID outbreak. So we're going to start um, accepting certain criteria of patients to help uh, smooth the load um, there. So to accommodate a ca- additional patients, the hospital might need to activate our uh, COVID surge plan and that may require a ramp down of some elective surgeries and services. So if and when this occurs, uh, public communication will indeed be provided. Okay, so let's talk uh, about our local numbers. It's hard to keep track of how the local numbers are. So do you have any encouraging news for us? <laughs> yeah, we, we do seem to be getting past a spike in the number of positive COVID tests. Um, these tests, these positive numbers were generated mainly by gatherings over the holidays All hospitals throughout Ontario are now preparing for the potential of an increase in admissions to inpatient departments and ICUs in the week ahead. Now, admittedly, yesterday's numbers were below 2,000 cases per day. And so it looks at this time the stay at home order might be helping to reduce the number of daily reported new COVID cases. But what I'm really worried about is the new B117 variant. It's terribly concerning. There is thought that, um, community transmission of the B11 variant is already occurring. Mm-hmm. And this variant is the one that rapidly spread through Roberta Place and Barrie. It's highly transmissible, 57% uh, more transmissible. And it's really, it's been tragic. It's claimed almost 50, um, lives to date. And my heart goes out to the families and friends, those who've lost their lives. So what we really need to do is continue to follow the provincial stay-at-home order, only go out for truly essential reasons. Every outing we take represents a potential of acquiring COVID-19. Engage in the three W's when leaving home for essential purposes. Wear a mask, watch your distance, and keep six feet away when you're wearing a mask, and wash your hands often.
0: The vaccine, we know that there's some trouble getting the rollout. Uh, we've. How How is that uh, affecting us locally? So
1: the province has stated the adjustments are being made uh, because they were notified by uh, the federal government of reductions in the vaccine shipments and production at this time. And it's really important to remember that Pfizer stated that these are temporary. So it means the province will be maintaining a 21- to 27-day timeframe between the first and second doses of the vaccine for those prioritized groups, long-term care homes, retirement homes, uh, First Nations elder care homes, and essential caregivers. But other groups, such as hospital healthcare workers, have been informed they may receive a second uh, Pfizer dose up to within 42 days of the first dose, uh, as per the National Advisory Committee on Immunization. So for the most up-to-date information, uh, you can go to org on, online.
0: How back to normal will things be once the vaccine becomes readily available?
1: So that's not clear and that's a great question, John. Um, scientists still aren't clear uh, as to whether if you're still shedding the virus uh, even though you maybe have come in contact uh, with someone and you've had full vaccination. Remembering that uh, Pfizer and Moderna, they have a high rate of efficacy, so 95% protection against the virus. Uh, we still need to wear a mask, uh, physically distance and the other pieces is that we have to They're saying 70, some people are saying 80% herd immunity before things can maybe go back to pre-COVID when we didn't have to engage in these public health measures. But... There is hope. It's the end of January. We're heading into February where people can have blues. I don't want people to be dismayed. There's hope at the end of the tunnel. We just have to follow the public health measures and take care of our mental health and our physical health and be kind to each other. I know it's tough and I know there's so much anxiety out there. I worry about our physicians, our employees. Let's all be kind to each other and know that This too will end. It seems like it's not going to, but it will.
0: Nora Holder is president and CEO of the Collingwood General Marine Hospital. Nora, thank you so much for joining us here on Talk of the Town.
1: Thank you, John. Thank you, Melanie. Have a great day and stay safe.